Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled, Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times. And we'll try to post something every day, usually reflecting on the scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. This coming Sunday, the first reading is going to be the recounting of the proclamation of the gospel by the Apostle Peter in such a way that we're told that the hearts of those who heard him were pierced. And they asked, what should we do in response to this? And he leads them to repent and to be baptized. And we're told that there's 3,000 that joined their number. I found myself uh, not only reflecting on that uh, description of how the crowds responded to Peter this morning, but having something of the same response myself. So it's interesting that the crowd's hearts are pierced by what Peter says. They're not condemned. They're not made to feel bad. They're not uh, provoked to anger or defensiveness or merely some sense of guilt. They're convicted, which is a movement of the Holy Spirit. Jesus had told us uh, shortly before he went to his passion that uh, he would send the Spirit. And one of the things the Spirit would do is convict with regards to sin. So what's it like to be convicted? Well, uh, for me, I might describe it as it's, it's like standing in, a, in an intense light where something is revealed to me and I'm not made to, I'm, I, I can't hide. <laughs> like it's just there. Like I have to acknowledge this is true. But as this is happening, something's being shown me and I have to respond to it somehow. It's almost like looking at a, an MRI from a doctor or an x-ray from a doctor, and he just says, this is what's in you. This is what we're dealing with. And so now how are we going to deal with it? It's a very different experience of condemnation, which doesn't lead me to uh, try to respond to the Lord. Now, I say all that because uh, this morning as I was praying, uh, not only with that scene from the Acts of the Apostles, but as I continue to pray with the sixth chapter of John, I had a similar kind of experience. So I just found myself recounting some of the words that Jesus has been saying to us so far in this chapter. Uh, going back to yesterday's reading that um, he reminds us why the Father sent him, that he did not come, Jesus didn't come, to do his own will, but the will of the Father who sent him. And what's the will of the Father? The will of the Father is... Um, that he should not lose any that he gave to his son. His, his will, he continues to, to say, is that everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have eternal life. And then I found myself thinking about the words in today's gospel, where Jesus begins to get more explicit about who he is and what he's going to give to us, that, that God hasn't just created us, and the Father hasn't just sent his Son for us so that we might have life. He's going to do more than that. He's, he's going to go to the cross for us. And today he tells us in uh, this mysterious fashion about the gift that he's going to give himself, the bread of life. And so he goes on to say, 
Amen, amen, I say to you. That's like, hey guys, listen up. Truly, truly, like what I'm about to tell you is the truth. Amen, amen, I say to you. Whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, about which we talked the other day, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven. You got to picture Jesus like pointing at his chest right here, hitting himself like this is, this is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Now, as I was praying with this, I just found myself, as I sometimes do in my prayer, um, I don't know if it's me asking the question of the Lord or if the Lord's provoking me to ask the question to him, but the question is simply, why? Lord, I don't understand why. Why would you come? Why would you save? Why would you rescue us? Why would you die? Why would you give yourself? Because who are we? Here's the conviction part again, that that experience going back to uh, being pierced to the heart. I felt like the Lord was um, convicting me, both individually, but also as a member of the race that you and I belong to. Who, who are we? Like, why in the world would God be so kind to us? Why would he rescue us? Why would he die for us? Why would he give himself as flesh for food to us? Because this is who we are, people. We are a rebellious, ungrateful proud, arrogant, idolatrous, complaining, forgetful, boastful, and fickle race, and so much more. And yet, God doesn't just tolerate us. He doesn't just put up with me or with you. He loves us. I go back to the expression that St. Catherine of Siena, whose feast we celebrated yesterday, uses to describe God. Oh, mad lover. In all of this, as I, as I acknowledge who I have been, can be, am so often, and who we are as a race, I find myself uh, being in the position of the Israelites to whom God says in the Old Testament through the prophet Ezekiel, oh, people blush for shame when you see who you are and my love for you, even though that's who you are. I found myself just getting on my face today before the Lord in prayer and repenting. And not just repenting, certainly repenting, but just adoring God and thanking God and praising God and worshiping God for who he is and for all he's done, and for his extraordinary kindness and compassion and patience to us. Jesus said to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, uh, to whom he revealed much about his sacred heart, Behold this heart, his heart. It's just like the scene in the gospel today. I am the bread of life. This is the bread pointing to himself. This is Jesus to Margaret Mary pointing to his heart. Behold this heart, which has so loved 
men and women and is so little loved in return. People, let's ask for the grace today to just fall on our face in prayer in front of God, in in the face of he who is so unlike us. And let's ask him for the grace of wonder and of awe, a true spirit of contrition and of sorrow for our sins. And let's ask him for the grace to love him today the way he deserves. 